This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And this is the brilliant Lisa Erica from Charmbound. Lisa is involved in Shine You Crazy Daisy book two, which is very exciting. Lisa, thank you so much. Please tell us about your business. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, super excited to be in book two. So, um, yes, yeah, so I run Charmbound, um, which is basically me making uh, lots of different charm jewellery, mainly charm bracelets, um, but charm earrings, necklaces, stitch markers, whatever you can think of. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a charm jewellery business that I've been running for quite a few years now. You have. Um, you talk in the book about finding a busy that was less dangerous to your health. What had happened to lead you to know that this was an important change that needed to happen? So, I mean, I've always been a really busy person, I think, um, as most of us are, I think, in, in the, the business world. Um, but uh, I'm still a teacher um, as well. So teaching was my, my full time job. Um, I'm now part time teaching. Um, but I was teaching. I had you know hobbies um, that I was trying to fit in around teaching life as well. Um, and so it wasn't that long before, um, you know, I've been teaching a few years and I just seen so many colleagues in the teaching world um, really struggle with their mental health. Um, and uh, it really hit home when um, my husband, actually, he was a full time teacher as well, um, took a year out of teaching um, mm-hmm. to focus on his mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and having seen so many colleagues that had um, really suffered um, and then seen at home as well, mm-hmm. um, it was when he took his year out that I started to think, OK, maybe full time teaching just isn't that sustainable. Um, and I know it's not just teaching. I know there are so many other professions out there as well where, where people struggle. Um, but the amount of sort of energy that we're spending every single day in the classroom and then catching up on everything in your evenings and weekends at home the holidays are brilliant don't get me wrong they are fantastic um but you do start to get to a point where you question you know is it is it worth it because the holidays are great but term time the overwhelm and the anxiety um become very real and so when he took his year out I mean I'm so grateful that he was able to take a year out um, and really focus and recover um, and he's gone back to teaching part-time and that really seemed to be the answer to begin with was okay this might not be sustainable full-time but is it sustainable part-time and I had to kind of step up for a couple of years and and carry on working full-time financially to make it work for us um, and and look at other ways perhaps of, of bringing in an income and that was when it really started we really started thinking, okay, if, if full-time teaching isn't what we're going to carry on doing necessarily forever, then what else is out there and what else can we do? And then really for me, it was a couple of years after he'd gone back part-time, I came home one day, um, really close to the Easter holidays. And I, can, I can pinpoint it. I can really remember I came into the hallway um, and I was just exhausted. I was absolutely exhausted. He could tell. And I said, you know what, I've got a holiday coming up in a week's time, but I don't know how I get through the next week. You know, I just I just can't see to, to the end of next week. And he said, OK, he said, you know, you've you've let me take some time for me um, to make sure that I was OK and that I could go back to, to work in a way that wasn't 
meaning that one of us was going to have a breakdown eventually. Mm. Um, he said, you now need to do that for you. Um, and, and we had to talk about what that looked like. I said, well, how can we both go part time? You know, how how does a, you know, a young working couple in their 20s and 30s both go part time? Um, and, you know, we had a mortgage um, and, you know, whatever else we wanted to do. So, yeah, that's when we had to start thinking, OK, a change is necessary. We're, we're busy people and we like to be busy, but let's think about being busy in a way that's more flexible, in a yeah. way that actually works for us yeah. um, and doesn't end up with, with one of us having a meltdown or both of us. I think it really is at those points that you realise that your mental health, your health is more important than anything. Because especially for you as teachers, being there for all of these kids, being there and present and taking on everything from them, you've got to be at your best, as it were. And that's an incredibly important thing. It is. And there's, there's, you know, there's still a huge part of me. You know, I still love teaching. I love the the classes that I still have. But at the same time, you know, when you're waking up and you're not sure that you actually want to go in and face the children because you're not sure that you've got the energy to be able to, to keep going um you know that told me that something wasn't right and therefore we needed to build in that bit of flexibility so after all of that and you've now decided you're going to do part-time teaching for both of you and you know that you have this this side hobby that you're doing what made you think about or believe that you could switch from it being a hobby business to a business business again I can pinpoint when that happened and it was you Trudy because you gave me a phone call one day one day my phone rang from out of the blue and I think Sam answered it actually I think Sam answered the phone and said oh there's a lady that wants to talk to you from the Hampshire Women's Business Group and I was like what where has that come from so um and you were just so encouraging on the phone and it was more the fact that you know you wanted to find out about me about my business about what I was doing um to also tell me to put my prices up because I was underselling myself which I think was your point number one um and it, it was having a conversation with somebody who wasn't like family or friends. And I, I'm really lucky that I've got hugely supportive family and friends with what I do. But having that conversation with someone else who I didn't really know that had seen what I did and thought that works, that that works. You have actually got something that you can do. Um, and that sort of made me believe, OK, maybe this is more than just a hobby. I'm not just a teacher and I do this as a bit of a hobby. If someone else is looking at this from the business world and seeing something in it, then maybe I can run with it. But thank you. Well, honestly, when I read it in the chapter, I, I don't remember making that call. But what you've just said, I remember exactly now. And in my last corporate job, I was called Chief Interferer. I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> that wonderful title. And I do pick up the phone if I see things. And you put something in the in our Facebook community and the price on it. I could not see how you were making any money on that and not just you making money but how you were valuing what you were putting into it and it when I, be, think, yeah. I have to I can't help myself um <laughs> I have to pick up the phones so. and it was the mentality it was because I was looking at it through the mentality of this is my hobby and yeah. it's just what I do it pays for itself and I wasn't looking at it with a business mentality and so I was able to change that after that so when you, so now that you've changed that, it's yeah. now supporting and supplementing yeah. your teaching, or is it the other way around? Uh, so at the moment, it's still supporting and supplementing the teaching, um, and it, I, I do like the flexibility of it in that yeah. when other things have happened, so um, recently moved house and that sort of thing as well. So um, that meant that I haven't actually be able to take a break from it if I needed to, and if I just needed to do my job and, and pay the bills, and I could put business to one side for a moment but now things are more settled again um I am now looking at, at making it 
making a switch and making it flip um, and hopefully that the business will become the number one um, and other things will, will be the sideline. This is what I love and why I love doing these interviews and why I appreciate so much being able to get these stories out in front of other people because if you at the beginning say I'm from charm bands I make charm braces people go oh, that's nice but you've got a big business you have a lot of customers you have a big customer base that love everything that you do and they they are repeat buyers you've done amazingly in what you've done so far thank you and you know it's been slow progress and I said it's been ups and downs because sometimes I've you know put it away for a few months when there's been things going on and I've picked back up again um and but it's it has grown slowly over time and it, it is now to a point where I'm thinking okay this this could be you know taking over now is, is the number one thing which is lovely and not somewhere where I thought I would be I love it I love it what I also love about your chapter is you've made this massive life change for I would think for your for your health for your future to be able to do what you want to be able to do and you've now bought a farm with animals (laughs) how does that move make your dreams bigger and what what are you wanting for the future it is actually it's it's been a complete game changer um, because I I don't actually deal very well with change and again that's why my business is growing really slowly slowly because I've always had my teaching job and then it's just been something I do on the side and I grow it slowly I'm not very good at just sort of going full in for things um, but we had no choice with the farm we saw it the opportunity was there it was something that we'd always talked about and an opportunity came up far sooner than we thought it would. And so Sam and I talked about it. We said it was the right time for both of us. So let's let's go get stuck in. Even if it was a little bit earlier than we thought, let's make the most of it. You know, before we're retired, let's mm. let's see what we can do whilst we're young enough to enjoy it. Um, and that has been a huge game changer for me. And actually, now that I've made that one big change, I can start visualizing other changes and I can start to say, OK, so if I can do that and I can cope with moving out of my local area and moving to the countryside and taking on. Uh, a small holding where I don't really have a lot of knowledge but I'm learning really fast Mm. okay I can do that and if I can do that then actually I can make a go of it and maybe uh, you know my dreams are huge now my dreams eventually are to um, you know one day I will leave teaching and I'll be teaching in other ways because I'm you know maybe even teaching people about how to run a small holding once I've got the hang of it myself Um, you know I've got dreams of pigs and goats Um, we started with chickens at the moment we've got enough of those for now um but yeah so the the dreams have changed and I'm okay with that which is an unusual and a nice place to be for me yeah I love your story I really do (laughs) um if you had one lesson that you would want other entrepreneurs to know what would it be it is definitely I think for me it's taken me a long time to learn it but it is be okay if you need to change things Mm -hmm. um if something if you've got something you're already interested in just because you've always identified yourself as being one thing don't worry about changing and trying something new if it works for you great if it doesn't work for you it doesn't matter try something else um but i think we're really good at pigeonholing ourselves into particular boxes and saying this is me what i this is what i do it was actually introducing myself at the beginning of this as the owner of Charmbound was really unusual because I always introduced myself as a teacher um and so learning that actually you can't you don't have to just identify as one thing you can change you can change direction you can try new things um and that's okay and people won't think less of you for doing that either I think it was always a bit of a worry for me that well if I'm known for doing this what will people think if I do something totally different Mm. um you know I'm not an expert at that but I think people do respect you more than you think they do just for trying and learning 
change and grow change and grow um what's your favorite business book um, so only a few years ago, I was introduced by a friend to um, the James uh, Smith podcast, and he has a book that um, he's now written as well, the uh, Not a Diet book, and he's followed that up with Not a Life Coach book. Um, and he talks, he's a personal trainer, so a lot of his work was focused on fitness to begin with. Um, but what I like about him and where I think it applies to business is he's really keen on cutting through all of the rubbish mm-hmm. and saying, OK, let's get back to basics, look at what's working for you. If it's not working for you, change it yeah. um, and focus on on the really small things. He's a big believer in, uh, you know, be consistent with doing the small things well and the big things will will come. Um, yeah. And I just like that as that little reminder every so often to go back and, and listen to or to read, um, you know, pick up a chapter and say, OK, just a reminder, take it back to basics, do the small things right, the big Absolutely things will happen. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Lisa, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today and for being in the Shine You Crazy Be- Crazy Daisy book two. <laughs> Thank you, love. You are so welcome. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be involved and I can't wait to read everyone else's stories either. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.